My name is Dr. Matt Luckett, and welcome to the Horse Thief Historian Podcast, where we talk about all things horse stealing related and other stuff because that's sort of a limited topic. This series is part of my 17B lecture course, United States History from 1865. record that's the the first lesson in zoom lecture 101 is hitting the record button so hi i'm dr matt luckett this is clementine you decided to uh zoom bomb us and that is her furry fox friend and uh welcome to 17b that's my baby that's her baby can i can i finish this up can you go upstairs no you're you're just gonna hang out with me while i do this yeah. Okay, just keep quiet, okay? Can you okay. be quiet? Yeah. Thank you. All right. So let's do this. Um, I've already talked a little bit about the books. Uh, I didn't hit record before that. So I do have a page, actually, uh, in the uh, class website where you can look at that stuff. So what I'm going to do real quick is navigate to the actual course page. I hold my passy. And you go downstairs. You can hold your passy. How about that? Yeah. You want, go, you want to go downstairs and have your passy? No. no, yeah, it's more fun up here, isn't it? Um, okay, here we go. Yeah, let's do that. How many of you guys are in the six-week class? How many of you are in the seven-week class? Uh, I'm in the seven-week class. Okay, so let me just, a, a couple of words real quick about the, the, the two different sections. So, um, through some weird snafu of COVID planning, um, I was going to do, originally the, the plan was, I was going to do uh, History 50, my world history one class, which isn't nearly as much fun. I, I'm an Americanist, so this is my, I, lo I love this. This is going to be fun. Um, I was going to do that online. And I was going to do a 17A and a 17B, and that's the furry fox friend. Um, I was going to do them both uh, at Nevada City or Grass Valley or whatever is up there. Um, up in the mountains, uh, up in the pines, like the, the Nirvana song. Um, so anyway, that was the plan. Uh, but then COVID hit, and so those classes were moved online. And so instead of me having to do two entire new classes, 17A and 17B, uh, the administration very thoughtfully said, well, why don't you do two 17Bs instead and just develop one class? And I said, well, that's great. But somehow they were coded differently uh, and as a result of that one of them turned out to be a seven-week class and the other turned out to be a six-week class okay can i finish my class is that okay yeah why don't you go check on okay make your furry fox sit. Uh, so um you all right okay uh so their classes are exactly the same. You need to get down. Okay, say bye to everybody. Bye, everybody. All right. Uh, so the there's really no difference between the two classes. Uh, they are exactly the same. Uh, I've basically just taken uh, a week for the seven week class. And so the first week uh, in the seven week class, there's not a whole lot going on. That's a, a week to just kind of Take your time, you know, look at the class, get ahead on your readings, kind of figure things out. And then we start off, you know, with the bang in week two. If you're in the six-week class, you start right in, right? So not only are you doing all the introductory stuff, but you're also doing um, all of the, um, uh, all the lecture stuff for, for the second week in the seven-week class. You're doing all that in week one, the six-week class. On uh, the six-week class, you immediately start reading uh, the first quizzes are due this weekend. Uh, and so that's not to be, you know, just a jerk, right? I mean, that's because there's so much stuff to cover, and it's such a big class. Uh, and six weeks isn't nearly enough time. Uh, so I basically took that six-week model and then just applied that to the seven-week um, and just kind of built into that first week a little more sort of introductory stuff. Uh, beyond that, that's that's the only real difference between the two. Um, you know, they're, they're fundamentally the same class. Uh, so if you're in the six-week class, the seven-week class, uh, all the stuff I'm going to 
talk about in the next few minutes, it, it all applies. Just make sure you go to the, the syllabus and, and make sure that um, you kind of review the, the calendar uh, stuff on there. So I'm gonna go ahead and share the screen. And I think I have the, you know what, what I'll do actually is I'm gonna go to the six week class and I'll go through that. And then those of you in the seven week class, we'll just have a little more um, time sort of baked into this. So uh, let's uh, do that. My ubiquitous coffee. And yes, I go through several of these a day. Um, I don't know if that's healthy or not, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, okay, share screen. Let's do the class. All right. So <clears throat> when you start off, like actually when you when you go to the, the course dashboard, and you guys are seeing the, the opera screen, right? Okay. So when you click on that, the first thing that you should see, we'll do student view, is it'll take you right here to the module page. Okay. Uh, so the module, this is a, like the backbone of this class. Okay. So everything is sort of organized uh, in this module fashion. So different online classes do it differently. Some do pages. And you know the class is like a succession of pages. Um, I'm a little more linear. I'm, I'm an historian after all, right? So uh, I do the modules. So when you when you get onto the, the the page, the first thing that you see here is is somebody trying to talk, or is that feedback from me? Or, or I think somebody's trying to say something, but. Okay, uh, if you're having trouble. Uh, saying something, or maybe that's me. Uh, just put something in the chat window and then we'll, we'll, we'll be able to see that. Okay, so the first thing you wanna do is go here, start here, welcome to United States history. And so as you scroll down, I basically just talk about the class, I talk about the layout, uh, what to expect, what to see. I have links to some of the different things like the start here module. Start here is basically just the absolute first module. Um, if this is your first time logging in, by the way, you, don't worry about it. It's it's totally okay. Um, so nothing nothing to do yet until this weekend. Uh, so the first two modules contain a lot of resources information. Uh, there's week zero, uh, which contains this page, and then also the syllabus, and then also class assignments and resources. And basically, all this is is different pages. Uh, that kind of talk about the class a little bit. So I have a page about the books. And I oh, bug. Uh, <laughs> go through each of the books uh, about the book quizzes. Uh, definitely read this. Uh, so, you know, each of the, the book readings has a quiz associated with it. So if you read about the book quizzes, I, I talk about the kinds of questions that I write. I have a sample question down here. Um, I wrote a lot of questions uh, for these three books. I think I wrote 120 for Brooks, I wrote 150 for Ann Beauty, and I wrote uh, 100 for Max Brooks, okay? So some of them will probably have wrong answers. So if something like that happens, please send me an email, okay? Please let me know, um, and I will, I will fix it. And it's a very easy thing for me to fix, okay? But you have to let me know, so. If something's wrong, don't be shy about letting me know. Because I, you know, writing a, a few hundred questions, just in terms of statistics, that's my dog. So you're meeting the whole family today. Um, somebody's here, I guess. Uh, so let me know. Just, just you know, send me an email, uh, and, I'll, and I'll fix it. Okay. About the lecture schedule, you guys are here, so you obviously know what this is. Uh, and you know what the Zoom links are. Uh, so for those of you who uh, stumbled onto this and aren't present with me right now, uh, so when you want to look at or watch one of the, the Zoom sessions, all you have to do is make sure you have Zoom downloaded on your phone or your computer, whatever, your tablet. And then just when that time comes, you want to click on that link and that will take you to the, to the Zoom meetup. Uh, so they're all pre-programmed. They're all on this, uh, this list here. So it should be pretty easy. And then once this is all recorded, I will put them in this category down here under lectures. 
so you'll have the full video um, videos to actually look from. I'm trying to make this a podcast too. Uh, so I technically have a podcast. I'm working on it. Hopefully by this weekend, I'll be able to kind of roll that out. So that way, if you're, you know, out and about, you're doing something. Uh, I like to garden, you know, and sometimes I like to listen to podcasts while I garden. So if you want to go out and garden or ride a bike or whatever and listen to, to this lecture, you're certainly able to do that. Uh, thanks to the miracles of modern technology. Okay. I keep getting feedback. Are you guys getting anything weird? You guys are understanding me? I think it might be no. Aiden. I think it might be hidden. A Aiden, the, the classmate Aiden. You can see his oh. mic going. Okay, so yeah, thanks. Um, if you're you're not talking, just go ahead and mute yourself. Uh, and that'll probably be... Um, They'll, they'll cut back some of that feedback. Okay, uh, so let's class assignments and resources. Let's go back here. Uh, so this is the start page. This is the uh, the, the beginning of the, uh, of the Monopoly board, basically. Uh, so I kind of talk a little bit about the, the different sections here. Uh, so if you go back down to the module, this is the first module. So for those of you doing the six-week class, uh, the week one module, we're doing that now. Um, and then for those of you who are, um, <clears throat> is this a seven-week class or the six-week class? I think this is a six-week class. Anyway, uh, I don't think it changed the, the dates, though. I need to do that. See, this that's the problem when you teach two different length classes. Um, you miss little details like that. So I'll have to, to take a look at that, maybe edit them. Um, so anyway, I forget which one this is. All right, well anyway, so the six week class, you should be uh, starting with, with the first module here. Uh, so yeah, you have to do these two assignments first. Um, and then down here you have the discussion boards. Uh, and so the discussion boards basically, uh, that's sort of the heart and soul of this class. Uh, this is where we're gonna talk, this is where we're gonna chat about the books, uh, this is where we're going to talk about other stuff. So uh, click on the first discussion board here. This is the first question about Egan. Um, and, you know, so there's, I think, five of these a week. Uh, there's 30 hey, overall. Professor? Pardon me? Sorry. On that first discussion, the introduce yourself, do you yes. have to reply to other students? Um, no, you don't. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, sorry, sorry to you, interrupt. No, that's okay. I mean, you're, you're certainly encouraged to, right? Like, um, I don't want this to be 40 people just sort of in a vacuum. Uh, so you're certainly welcome to, to respond to, to other classmates and things like that. So um, one thing I'll say about that too, uh, in terms of responses and replies and things like that, how many people have watched Office Space? Okay, right. So you know, the minimum is 14 pieces of flair, okay? So you can do 14 pieces of flair. You can get by with 14 pieces of flair. But it's always a good thing to have more than that, right? To really express yourself. So, you know, if you have 30 pieces of flair, that's great. Um, you know, so I guess what I'm trying to say, right, is, you know, don't, I mean, like you can certainly hew to the minimum threshold and that's fine. You know, like you'll, you'll get a fine grade with that. But I think to get more out of this class, like you actually want to read what your classmates are saying. And what I really like to see happen is us have some conversations and have some discussions. Um, and especially like in a, in a few weeks when we start talking about some more challenging things like civil rights and racism in America and things like that. You know, these are precisely the kinds of conversations we need to be having right now, you know, to be perfectly frank. Um, you know, I, th I think for such a long time, we've sort of shied away from talking about that stuff. This being a history class, we're talking about the history of civil rights. It is certainly the province of this class uh, for us to talk about these things. And so that's what we're going to do. Um, but I, I really want people to go into it with an open mind. Uh, trying to understand what your classmates have to say, uh, defending your own viewpoints when necessary with evidence and, and things like that. So I hopefully will be more invested uh, in these conversations than simply 
oh, I have my two replies in. Uh, so I, I just, I hope you guys uh, view the discussions in, in sort of that, that, that way um, as more of a, a general sort of conversation as opposed to I'm checking off these boxes so I can get a good grade. Uh, I should mention two really quick since you, you brought that up. Uh, the two things that you guys do need to do uh, this week is the introduce yourself, uh, which we go here. Introduce yourself. Welcome to 17B. Uh, you want to have an avatar picture, which it seems like most of you have figured that out. Um, write a paragraph about yourself. Write a paragraph about your COVID experience. You guys have been writing some really cool stuff about that already. Um, how would you define history? Uh, and then, you know, post a picture of yourself or, you know, just something fun, something that, you know, like on Facebook, you know, or TikTok or whatever the hell kids use these days. I don't know. Um, you know, what would your profile picture be, right? And so uh, this is me with a little slightly less facial hair uh, with my daughter uh, up in Canada. Right. So like I think that's a pretty fun, uh, you know, fun picture of us. Uh, so that's really all you need to do for that. It's supposed to be fun and, and lighthearted, just kind of, you know, a way of introducing yourself to everybody else in this class. The second thing you'll be doing is a syllabus quiz. Uh, and all you're really doing is and you can take this multiple times. In fact, you can take it up to 99 times. Um, 99 problems, and if you're still not passing this class, this quiz, then you're gonna have some issues. Um, it's just 10 questions. It's just about the syllabus. So read the syllabus, take it. If you get a few questions wrong, retake it again, um, and and just do your best with it. Okay. So, and by the way, those two assignments, those are that's 50 points. That's 10% of your grade. So you can knock out 10% of your grade right now, max it out um, by just doing those two assignments. Uh, so you're already 10% of the way there, right? Um, any questions so far? Okay. So let's look at the syllabus and spend a few minutes talking about that. Um, so I'm going to have office hours, uh, every Tuesday, and Wednesday, I'll have them two to four. And if you actually click on this link here, that'll take you to my personal zoom hangout room, which I don't know why they call it that. Um, no one hangs out in zoom. Um, maybe Google hangouts, maybe, uh, or maybe I'm just, I don't know. I, you know what? COVID's just fried my brain. Um, but anyway, just click on, <laughs> click on that, and, and that'll take you to wherever I am in the virtual world uh, for these office hours. Uh, the textbooks are down here. I actually have links to bookstores.com uh, because Jeff Bezos is evil. Uh, I still spend a lot of money on Amazon. I, you know, don't get me wrong. Uh, I don't practice what I preach, but Amazon is categorically evil. Uh, so this is a completely different website. Um, you can also buy them through the Sierra Bookstore, uh, I would imagine. Um, and then you certainly read more about the books. Here's another link to that about the books page. One thing you'll notice um, is it's one. It's kind of hard for me to uh, really give you like a linear tour because hopefully uh, all throughout these different pages, you'll see two or three different ways to do anything that you need to do in this class, right? And that's kind of what this is supposed to be doing. In an online class, you don't want it to be like a Microsoft Word, you know, where you want to set up a macro or you want a double space or something like that. And you're trying to think like, okay, so there's like five different steps I need to do to do this particular thing in this program. Uh, in an online class, it's supposed to be easy, right? You don't want to spend your your, your precious time navigating the class. You wanna get into what the class is all about. Uh, so hopefully there's multiple different ways of you know, accessing different things. The start here page is, is one way of doing that. The syllabus is another way of doing that because I have links to all those different pages here. And then also if you look on the left here, uh, the announcements are on this link, the modules are on this link, uh, if you want to see just a list of all the quizzes, click on quizzes. So 
just explore and navigate around. Um, and you'll be able to kind of get a sense of, you know, what's in the class and what to do um, and sort of get like a, a nice, you know, I'm a guitar player. We call it uh, muscle memory, you know, kind of get a good muscle memory for this class so that you're able to easily navigate it uh, without thinking about it. <clears throat> so I have a little bit of a discussion of what the week is. Monday, uh, we start a new module. That's typically uh, my grading day. It's also the day where uh, we have uh, my child care obligations are the greatest on that day. So I'm spending a lot of time with my daughter, um, you know, things like that, you know, cooking, lunch, and stuff like that. So uh, Mondays, I'm probably not going to be online that much. I'll check email a couple times a day. Um, but I won't be like in front of the computer most of the day. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday are the big lecture days. I have office hours on those days. I give lectures on those days. I'm checking emails on those days. Um, grading, responding to discussion boards and things like that on those days. Um, I, I do a lot of that on Friday too. So Tuesday through Friday, um, I have a lot more time uh, to be able to sit in front of the computer and, and sort of do all those things. Um, Saturday and Sunday, uh, I probably won't be online that much. Uh, you know, Saturday is the day of rest, right? So uh, I will be hanging out with my kid and working in the garden and playing video games and stuff like that. Um, and Sunday, you know, Sunday's uh, a big project day. So we have two acres of land and there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done. We try to do it all Sunday. Uh, so weekends, you know, I might check my email once or twice, but unless there's a lot of grading to do, um, I probably won't be on that much. So I'm telling you this now because I don't want, one of the issues with an online class is sort of the idea, the idea that like the, the, the professor is ubiquitous, you know, like we're just this visage over your computer, you know, like wagging our, um, bony grim of reaper fingers at you if you're not working hard enough. Um, that is not true. We all have lives. You have lives. I have a life. So that's how I've sort of organized my week around this class. Um, and I tell you that in part, so, you know, you, you sort of know when I'm going to be um, most present to you and answer your questions. But I also do that because you also need to think about that for yourselves. You also have uh, children and lives and dogs and cats and jobs and, uh, you know, property you all have things of your own to manage uh and you all have your own obligations so uh when you're thinking about the next six weeks you know really try to find those pockets of time uh when you can do the work for this class right and be very militant not like waving a gun or anything right but be be very zealous about setting those times apart uh for you to do the work that you need to do for this class so uh, just as I kind of have my, my schedule here, uh, try to think about your own schedule too, in terms of how and, and when you'll be able to do this work. Uh, so that's not something I can do for you, but uh, I just, I want to encourage you to kind of think like that. Uh, we've already talked about navigating the class, uh, all the different tabs, which are up at the top of the screen. You can click on those and that'll take you to the different components of the class. Uh, we've already talked about the discussion board. Um, Class attendance is sort of a, a weird concept with an online class. Uh, like I said, these lectures I'm going to be giving are 100% optional. Uh, you don't have to do them. If it's just me giving a lecture, there's zero participants between the two. But, well, I guess it'll be a little sad, right? But like, I'm not going to be giving anybody Fs for that, okay? Like, it's not going to impact your grade in the, in the absolute least. Really, it's just a time for you to kind of do what you've already been doing, you know, like pipe in with a question. Uh, if there's something you want to know more about, you know, that's really the advantage to, to doing that uh, and, and participating in Zoom. You know, and it's always kind of nice to have a, uh, an audience, you know, so I'm not just like barking at my computer screen like some crazy person. Uh, so that's always nice to do. But like I said, it's completely optional. If you can't make all or any or even any of the zoom sessions it's totally fine what is expected of you and and this is actually something that it's pretty easy for me to look at on my end uh is that you log into the class uh with some regularity so at least 
two, three times a week, you know, sort of like the absolute minimum, uh, you should be checking in in this class. And actually, that reminds me, I'm actually taking an online class right now uh, about teaching an online class, which is all different kinds of meta. Um, so I have, here I am lecturing you about uh, online attendance for an online class when I myself have yet to log in to my own online class, which has started uh, yesterday as well. So um, take my advice, but don't do what I do. Um, you know, so I, I think when I'm done with these two lectures, I need to kind of like pipe in and, oh, sorry, I'm late, um, and, and do one of those numbers. So uh, if, if you're watching this now and you haven't, and this is your first time logging on and it's Thursday or, or Friday or whatever, just, you know, try to be here you know, a little bit earlier than the week and just try to pop in at least every couple days, right? Uh, it's a, a, another gardening metaphor. It's like watering a garden, right? Um, you know, you don't want to go out to your garden once a week, you know, with five uh, buckets of water because you're going to drown your plants. You're not going to get a whole lot out of it. Your plants certainly won't get anything good out of it. Um, you want to go out there every couple days, you know, or if you're smart, have an automatic drip irrigation system. but um, that, that kind of destroys my metaphor. Um, but anyway, right, like you, you kind of want to do it every couple of days and do a little bit every couple of days. So this isn't something you have to do constantly, um, you know, but this is something that you kind of want to touch base with it periodically. Um, so anyway, I, I'm not going to be taking points off for class attendance, but uh, there, there's a pretty long wait list for, for my classes. So if you haven't done uh, the, the introduce yourself and the syllabus quiz by Sunday night, um, I might drop you and start bringing in waitlist students. So if you're watching this, just be aware of that. That's, that's the plan. Um, it's sort of like the, the online version of, you know, if I were to have an on the ground class and you don't show up the first week, then I would you know, drop you and bring in the next waitlist students. So, this is like the online equivalent of that, basically. So just make sure you do those two assignments if you have other stuff going on this week. Uh, course expectations. Um, so I've already talked a little bit about this. Introduction and check-in, syllabus quizzes, that's 50 points out of 500, so that's 10% of your grade. Now, I believe, those of you who've taken my classes before, um, I believe in built-in redundancy. I don't like playing uh, King Solomon, you know, with people's uh, excuses and absent, absent, uh, absences and things like that. Um, I would rather just bake in some redundancy. Uh, and then if you just, like, I've already gotten a couple of emails from people going on vacations, which we shouldn't be going on vacations. There's a pandemic out there, people. Um, if you camp on a mountaintop, you know, that's that's one thing, right? Just, you know, don't go to, like, uh, what people in my home state of Missouri have been doing and showing up at uh, Lake of the Ozarks and huddling together in close quarters, and then they all get sick and die. Well, gee. Um, but that's Missouri, full of smart people. Um, that's why I live in California. Uh, so <laughs> it's a little bit about me. Um, so I, I, I build in a little bit of redundancy in case there is like a week uh, where you're sick or God forbid you get uh, COVID-19 or, or whatever. So uh, the discussion board, there's 30 questions. Each question is five points each. Uh, so those of you who are, you know, really good at math, that's 150 points. Um, that's more than the 100 that's, that goes into this class. So I actually drop uh, 10 questions in this class. So really, technically, you only need to do two out of every three questions. Um, I think the better policy would be to, you know, do the first couple weeks, like definitely take Egan, do all the questions, just bake some of those points, and then, you know, kind of have like a reserve. Uh, if there's a week where you're just not feeling up to it, you got other stuff going on, you're working double shifts or whatever, you know, then that would be the week to kind of, you know, ease off the gas a little bit uh, and, and not do those discussions. So I, I bake that in there. Uh, for your own planning, if you happen to be going out of town or whatever, uh, to give you a little bit of flexibility. Um, so just that's why that's there. So I drop 
uh, the 10 lowest out of, out of 30. Uh, so I only basically grade the first 20 discussion boards, and then the remainder after that are dropped. Uh, I do something similar with the content quizzes and the book quizzes, but it, sort of the rationale is a little bit different, right? Um, the book quizzes in particular, I was saying earlier, uh, I have a monstrous array of book questions. Uh, I got a little carried away writing my book questions. Um, so I have the book questions and I have the book quizzes because I really want people to read these books. Um, so I'm, I'm sort of like holding you all accountable uh, to reading all three books and making that a primary part of taking this class. But um, I don't have the best memory, okay, which you'd think as a historian, I would remember everything ever, but I don't. I'm terrible at it. I'm just a very good note taker, right? Fake it till you make it. Um, that's what I always say. Uh, so I have to find other ways of sort of getting around that. So when it comes to like a book quiz, um, I'm not going to remember every single little detail. Um, I try to avoid having very detail-oriented questions, but I also want to write questions that you couldn't just look up on Google, okay? Um, so I had to try to find that balance. Uh, so understanding that there's a little bit of arbitrariness, um, you know, kind of baked into that. Uh, I do two things with the book and the, with the, with the book quizzes, actually, uh, to hopefully kind of mitigate that. The first thing I do is I drop the lowest two scores. So out of six book quizzes that you take, uh, the two lowest scores are dropped completely. You don't have to worry about them, okay? So if you completely bomb two of those quizzes uh, or you don't even take two of those quizzes, uh, then you're set, right? You're, you're still going to be fine based on those other four quizzes because uh, they're all 25 points each. Um, the other thing I do is I give you guys a retake. So every quiz, book quiz has uh, two takes. Like you can take it twice, basically. And so the higher of those two scores is the score that counts, okay? Now, bear in mind that since I am trying to get you to read these books and I'm not trying to get you to go online and hunt for all these answers, uh, these are timed quizzes. So it's a minute per question, so that's 25 minutes for 25 questions. Um, you know, let me know if you have a documented, uh, you know, uh, some sort of documentation that, that means that you need more quiz time. We'll, we'll talk about that. Um, but for everybody else, without said documentation, it's 25 minutes for 25 questions. But remember, you get a retake. Okay, so the only thing about that is um, I randomly draw the questions from a question bank. Actually, Canvas does this. So you might not get the same quiz twice in a row. Okay, um, but there will be enough overlap between the questions that uh, you did the first time, the questions that you did the second time, that you should be able to, you know, if you're studious about it, um, get all those questions right on the next take, okay? Uh, and like I said, I dropped the two lowest. So I think between those two things, I've tried to, um, you know, include and imbue the assignment with, with some redundancy and with some give and take and some flexibility. Uh, so... This shouldn't be, you know, murder on your on your grade, okay? Um, and if you have any other questions, anybody have any questions about the book quizzes? Okay. Uh, content quizzes are another thing uh, that we're doing. It's sort of a similar format. Uh, it's 25 questions, uh, 25 minutes, one minute per question. There are no retakes on the on the content quizzes. And I actually explain this uh, in, the, in the page, why I do this. Uh, the content quizzes are on a much narrower uh, range of material. Uh, I only do content quiz questions based on stuff I talk about in lecture. And 98% of my questions come from keywords. Okay, so the beginning of every lecture, I have a list of keywords. It's like eight words, like eight keywords. And the questions are basically based on those keywords. Uh, so I don't deviate from that. Uh, so if you know what all the keywords are, uh, maybe like in a six-week class like this, probably like 30 keywords, something like that a week, um, you'll know what those questions are going to be, right? Or you'll at least you'll know what, what I'm going to be talking about. The only trick really uh, with the content was, oh yeah, I need some coffee, hold on. The only trick with the content quizzes 
is that after the first one, they're cumulative. So um, Canvas lets me program uh, you know, different question banks. And it lets me specify how many questions I want from sort of like each little bank of questions. So quizzes two through six, um, I get 15 questions from the questions that week, those week's keywords. The other 10 questions come from previous weeks and previous quizzes, okay? So I don't make any new questions for later weeks based on earlier lectures, right? Uh, all the same questions in that previous bank uh, will be used later. So it's 10 questions that are old, 15 questions that are new. And that's quiz two through quiz six. So um, I, and, I, and one of the reasons why I wanna make it cumulative is because uh, one of the things we'll be talking about History is connected. It is all interconnected. You know, uh, just this last year alone, with everything going on in this country, we've seen parallels and allusions made to the civil rights movement, to the Spanish flu uh, of 1918. Uh, when I was younger, the Iraq War, you know, we compare that to Vietnam. We compare that to the, actually, my favorite comparison was the Philippine American uh, insurgency. So, History is connected, you know? We can't just um, learn about one period and then go to the next and then forget about it. So one of the reasons why I do that, um, in addition to just being lazy, not wanting to write another 10 questions for every chapter, which is part of it, right? Um, but also because history is fundamentally cumulative and, and it builds off and pancakes off of itself. Uh, so we shouldn't, you know, forget uh, previous stuff as we're sort of plowing forward. You know, you need to kind of build up that knowledge base. Uh, so that's kind of why I do that. Once again, though, I dropped the two lowest uh, grades out of the six. So uh, only four out of the six quizzes will actually register with your final grade. Uh, any questions about the, the quizzes? Any at all? Okay. So uh, two other things that, that we talk that we should talk about in this class in terms of what I do. Uh, the first is the California government scavenger hunt. Uh, one weird thing about this class is that we're supposed to cover California government. Uh, there's a lot of like interesting stories about this. This happened years ago when the Sierra College History Department basically stole uh, the California government requirement from the poli sci department. And like, that's kind of a neat story. And, and I like the fact that the history department went to war with poli-sci. Um, I was a poli-sci minor in college, so I, think, I just think that's really funny. Um, but the, the end result of that is now all the historians that teach this class have to teach California government. And it's usually a very after the fact kind of thing. So um, before like I've assigned like a $50 textbook, which is kind of pointless and you're not gonna read. So instead of doing that, we're gonna do something a little bit easier, uh, which is we're going to go to uh, this website run by Cal Poly, and we're going to uh, do a scavenger hunt. And basically all the scavenger hunt does is it takes you to this uh, resources site. Uh, you'll answer questions about like the Lieutenant Governor, what the Lieutenant Governor's job is. And it, I have some, like I have activities. It's, it's supposed to be fun. Okay, there's no time limit at all. It's unlimited time. Um, if you get kicked out, just send me an email, let me know. Each question is worth five points, it's 10 uh, questions because you're doing a little bit of hunting around. Um, but I also have questions about voter registration uh, and Ballotpedia. And so the reason why I do this is because it is an election year, okay? And you know, in spite of the, the many stories out there that college professors are trying to indoctrinate you into good little communists, um, which, you know, I have nice shit, okay? I have a two-acre house. If there's ever a communist revolution, we'll be the first people up against the wall, okay? Um, so no, don't do that. But I do want you to vote, okay? So we'll talk about how to register to vote online. If you haven't already done it, it's super easy. So I have a couple questions about registering to vote. And I also have a couple questions on Ballotpedia, and Ballotpedia is fantastic. It is a, get this, nonpartisan resource uh, for voters, nonpartisan, okay? It gives you both sides uh, for every candidate, 
for every issue. This is Wikipedia for politics. So every ballot proposition, amendment, whatever, you'll have a no side, you'll have a yes side, or you'll have stuff for this person and then stuff for that candidate, right? So that's how Ballotpedia works. Um, it is a tremendous resource and you, you can even enter in your address and it will tell you what your ballot will look like, okay? So it is an amazing resource. So I'm gonna teach you guys how to access that. Um, and there's a ballot proposition that's already on the books for November. And so you'll be looking at that uh, and, and reading a little bit about that and, and stuff like that. So um, Ballotpedia is just, it's really fantastic. And we might spend a little bit of time later on this semester uh, talking about this, because I'm just, I'm really jazzed about it. So. Uh, that's kind of the, the assignment for that. This is another, this should be a slam dunk 50 points for everybody, okay? Um, so all the, all the answers are out there uh, if you follow the directions in the scavenger hunt. Um, I've tried to make it very clear, very simple uh, to, to do all that. So this should be another slam dunk 50 points, okay? Uh, and you can do that whenever you want. You can do that now, you can do it tomorrow, or you can do it 10 p.m. the last day of the semester. So just figure out when you want to do If you're in the seven-week class, I would do it this week and get it out of the way, okay? If you're in the six-week class, uh, just find a pocket of time when you can spend like 45 minutes to an hour getting this done, okay? Again, that's an easy 50 points. Just knock it out, be done with it. The last thing that we have to do per the syllabus is the, oh, it's up here, sorry, um, is the final exam. So the final exam, uh, the way I've, I've kind of constructed it is I ask you three very big picture questions and you choose one um, and write about it. And what I want you to do is use one of the books. So uh, for the first book, uh, first question here, it's coming of age, Actually, the first two. Um, coming of age in Mississippi um, will be tremendously beneficial. So I want you to use that book. If you, you can choose any of these three questions, okay? So you can choose it now, right? Um, and then write about this over the course of the semester and then at the end of the semester, turn it in. It's that easy, okay? So you can start writing your final now if you want. Um, you know, or just start chipping away at it a little bit at a time, okay? This shouldn't be, a last minute thing, okay? Because I'm giving it to you guys now. I'm giving you the prompts now. And I'm basically telling you how to answer all three of the questions like this week, okay? So uh, for the first two prompts, you'll want to use Ann Moody's book. For the third prompt, you'll definitely want to use Timothy Egan's The Big Burn, okay? Um, and there's other stuff that, that we talk about too that you might want to put in, okay? So the final exam is really just an opportunity for you to reflect back on all the stuff that we've learned and you know, write basically like a five paragraph essay um, about that, okay? Just kind of like bringing it all together. What I don't wanna see in the final exam uh, is a lot of outside sources. I definitely don't wanna see Wikipedia. I don't wanna see um, Encyclopedia Britannica, right? I want you to use lectures. I want you to use what we talked about in class, okay? This is a, a class exam, okay? So just use the stuff that we read and the stuff that we talked about um, and only use outside stuff, you know, if you, um, uh, you know, you need to fill in a couple gaps here and there, okay? So this is something, I don't want you to worry about it. In fact, I want you to start thinking about it now uh, so that between now and the time that this is due, you'll have a ton of, of ammunition for this paper uh, and you'll be able to just knock it out and, and be done with it. Uh, that's worth 100 points. Um, so uh, I'm going to try to get a rubric together in the next week or two and then post that. Uh, and then that'll hopefully give you guys a little bit more guidance uh, and give me a little more regularity in terms of how I, I grade it. Uh, I don't usually grade papers like this uh, on a rubric, but I think for an online class, it's a little more important to do that. Uh, okay, you know, I think we've kind of talked about the expectations, what all is happening with this. Uh, the, Real quickly, if you go under week, you know, week two, for instance, the discussions, PowerPoints are under the PowerPoints subheader. The lectures will be under the lecture subheader. Quizzes are under the quizzes subheader. 
uh, I try to make it just as easy as possible to navigate. Um, and I have another lecture coming up that I've scheduled for myself. So any questions? Yeah, Professor. Yeah. What about that don't know much about history book? Um, how's that going to tie into the class? So um, that's a good question. Um, I don't have any questions uh, on the quiz about it. I don't make you guys use it. Um, I guess kind of going back to what I was just talking about, I think it's a fantastic resource. I think it's it's good to have a book that has the whole story, right? Um, and by the whole story, I'm, I'm kind of like doing a disservice to essentially my entire profession because you're not going to get the quote unquote whole story from a single book, right? That is, you know, categorically what historians don't believe, right? Um, but I think it's good to have a single volume reference. Now, if you don't buy that book, there won't be a penalty for it, okay? So that's the only book of the four where if you don't buy it, it probably won't have an impact on your grade. Assuming uh, you do all of the lectures, um, you keep up with the class, uh, you know essentially what's going on, uh, you have sort of a command of the, of the beginning, middle, and end of all these different things. Uh, and you're fairly resourceful online. Um, but I think as far as like a textbook goes for this class, it's a really, you know, sort of cheap volume to buy. Um, it's not one of these $100 books, uh, you know, like I'm not making 30 bucks off of this, right? You're not uh, benefiting the uh, textbook industrial complex. Um, it's something you can get at Barnes and Noble, you know. Uh, so I encourage you to buy it. I say it's required because I really do want you to buy and read along, like ideally, but um, knowing that this is a six-week slash seven-week class, uh, I, I, I'm under no illusions that you're probably not going to read it cover to cover, and um, it would be decidedly, I think, unfair if I were to sort of bake into the content quizzes questions from that book. Uh, so anyway. Uh, just nod along and say, yeah, you bought it if you didn't actually buy it. Does Thank that answer you. your question? Totally. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Any other questions? Well, my daughter's screaming her head off. Uh, so I'm going to try to think, whoa, she's really screaming. Um, I'm going to try to figure out what that is and uh, get ready for my next lecture. Those of you who will be there, uh, I'll probably start about five minutes. Uh, and just click on the next link down and we'll talk about what history is. And uh, I will try to post this as soon as I can. And in the meantime, uh, here is me. And uh, I will uh, talk to you guys later. I'm really looking forward to this class. I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited about seeing what you guys think about the books. Uh, and I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. So I'll talk to you guys either later or in five minutes or if I never see you again, never. So, oh, what is, someone had a chat here. Military professor? What's that? Oh, am I in the military? No. Uh, I'm, I'm the first generation in my family to not be in the military. Uh, my brother's Navy, my dad's Navy, my grandpa's Navy, my, one of my uncles is Navy, the other uncles are Air Force. Um, I'm the one with asthma, so I went to college. <laughs> oh, if you're in the military, then you have to report. Okay. Um, uh, send me an email. And, and would you be able to do any of this stuff online? Um, send me an email. We'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, so if, if you're if you're in that situation, if you're uh, uh, if you might be called up, uh, just just let me know and, and we'll we'll talk about it. Um, the the very least I, I would be able to do is um, uh, extend all the due dates to the very end of the term. I'd be happy to do that if you're about to go on deployment. Uh, just bear in mind though that all the grades have to be in uh, like three days after the end of the term. Uh, and so if that's a situation where you won't be able to make that, then I would withdraw the class. Um, 
and and that's not a anything yeah i know right uh that's nothing that i have control over um but the whole class needs to be concluded um by the end of the summer term right that's that's a paperwork thing it's an accreditation thing uh so if that's something that might happen the next six weeks and you don't think you'll be here at the end of of that term or seven weeks to be able to do that then you know i would seriously think about uh, whether or not you're you're able to do it, um, and again, not in this from the standpoint of uh, you're going to be on deployment, you shouldn't be able to do it or whatever, but really just um, everything has to be done on a certain date, and that certain date uh, in mid July with the end of the class, it's unmovable. Um, I can't move it. The school can't move it. You know, it's it's. It, they call it a census date, basically. So all the grades have to be in by that date. Um, so if you can get all your work done by that by that date, then great, and we'll work it out. If not, uh, I would uh, seriously think about you know moving forward if, if this is the right time to do it. So th does that answer your question? Well, uh, regardless, send me an email and, and let me know. Uh, are you, let me ask you, are you a reserve guard or? Okay. Um, so are, are you, could you be called to active duty this summer? Okay. Uh, I would actually email, um, do you have is there a military liaison at sierra I, I i work for three different colleges so okay i would talk to your military liaison about that and then um have a conversation with your military liaison and either get back to me or have your liaison contact me about the options so i i would love to know more about that because i don't want this class to stand in the way or your deployment to stand in the way of you being able to finish this so um I, I am 100% supportive uh, of our fighting men and women. Uh, so let me know it, what I can do. But again, there's certain things that, that I can't do, like extend the class past its, its term date. So uh, get in contact with your military liaison and let me know uh, if there are any options on your end that, I can, uh, that, we, that we can do, okay? And let me know how I can help out. Okay, uh, if anybody else has questions, uh, just send me an email and uh, I will start the new Zoom session in like two minutes, okay? So I will talk to you then, bye.